guys hello we are back but when i say we're back it is not for a full episode we were going to do what we are trying to introduce now of taking a little break but we thought no this this tea is too hot to not be spilled <laughs> all the drag queenisms i can't but yeah we've decided that it's a bit okay so the two weeks thing i think does work for us probably laura on the whole i think it also gets everyone time to like listen to the episodes i think weekly it's quite hard to like keep up with the podcast you know because it's not as accessible as like watching tv or whatever you do need to have like your own kind of space and time to listen to a podcast but um so we're kind of we were toying with the idea of these like bonus podcasts these like emergency podcasts where they're going to be like you know 10 to like max 25 minutes long and we're going to tackle like if something really kind of zeitgeisty comes up or something that's really like being talked about all over the place that we can discuss it but not have to commit to ourselves to a full episode and this is what this is this is now we have to decide what we're going to call it i like emergency podcasts but i think you know in an ironic way exactly so also i hope other people who listen to the podcast um identify this because i love it alex is like the wordy one of us both so i don't know if you guys have noticed every episode that alex likes to throw in these good words because he's got a good vocab but like even what you just said there what did you say zeitgeist or something? oh zeitgeist oh my god i was talking to someone about this zeitgeist is kind of like an overwhelming cultural moment so something is zeitgeisty well I've, i'm making zeitgeisty a word zeitgeist is the word but like if something's kind of zeitgeisty, it's like, oh, it's very of the moment, like very culturally now. Interesting. Yeah. The things we learn. There you go. So like, for example, not to talk about the topic we will be talking about, but um, I'm seeing a lot of kind of like, oh, what's the word? Environmental kind of, you know, where, where everyone, I feel like over the last like, week or two, everyone is really getting on board with, what's the word I'm think, trying to think of, Laura? Like, not, like, you know, like... Environmentalism? Yeah, sure. Like environmentalism is very of the moment now which makes it zeitgeisty interesting i'm very happy to learn this guys i hope mm. that you are too it's always good to broaden our vocab yeah use it now in everyday situations every day um but yes guys as alex was saying so obviously we're going to keep up with any time that there's going to be enough for us to give you a full episode we are going to deliver but we don't want to be boring you guys or just filling it with faff so look we will deliver on what we think will be quality episodes as often as possible could be every two weeks but you will be getting something minimum every two weeks at the very least but this week we've decided and i'm glad that we both landed on this l but we decided that let's discuss what is happening in the youtube world because things are kicking off yeah things are getting juicy even for someone like me like look taddy westbrook i had never heard of up until you know a couple of days ago James Charles, with this is who we're talking about, James Charles, Ty Westbrook. James Charles, I have heard of mainly because he did a terrible cover of God as a Woman a couple of months back. And it was everywhere on Twitter, like, you know, thinking you can sing. And then, like, in reality, like, this is what you sound like. So they're my only experiences of these people. And even I'm interested in this. Even I'm like, whoa, like, this is like, it's very complicated, it's super dense. I feel like it's kind of unnecessary, but like it's funny and it's fun. So we're going to discuss it. Exactly. So for anyone who's looking for a bit more context, uh, Tati Westbrook or Tati, I, I don't really know how to say her name. It's T-A-T-I. So I'm going to say Tati. So Tati Westbrook and James Charles, the two YouTubers who both deal with the like cosmetic and beauty world. Two of them are makeup artists. Uh, Tati has been more long running. She's had, she's been on YouTube, I think eight years now. Um, and she has quite a big following and she's, She's like, she's a great woman. She's like in her late 30s and she's still going strong. And she's she's kind of known for being one of the biggest MUAs in 
beauty and cosmetics on YouTube. So we support her for that. That's great. I never took a huge interest in her before because that's not the type, they're not the type of videos that I would invest in, but I'm still happy for her doing her bits. And then James Charles, he is 19. He's also an MUA. He's been going about now for, for roughly two years or so is kind of when his following really kicked off. And so they have had a falling out recently and we'll get into the semantics as to why it's interesting. But for context as to the relationship, basically ages ago, like going back a year or two ago, he would have messaged her on her Instagram being like, hi, like you're the reason why I've gotten into YouTube. I find you really inspirational. Do you have any tips for me? And she kind of just took him under her wing and was like, oh, like, how can I nurture this guy? How can I help him with his career? He is really sweet. He is kind of like a son figure. How do I go about this? So they've had, they've been like, they've been close now for two years. He even did her wedding makeup. That's even in one of her YouTube videos. So like, he's been like a strong presence in her life and everything has just fallen apart. Yeah. Shit has really hit the fan and it's all like, it's, I think you've done a really good job of, you know, setting up the context of it. But I think once we get into the actual ins and outs, it does become hard to follow. I think it gets very, you know, like I feel like someone is lying somewhere and it's very, I don't know, whichever side you fall on, it's maybe a little bit difficult to see past the lies. But we're going to try and do that to the best of our ability. Laura, I really am relying you on you for this because I feel like, you know, the only thing I'm like really into is the like Twitter memes and stuff that I just can't stop laughing at. But other than that, like the ins and outs, you know, it, there's a lot, there's a lot here and there's a lot that I think even when you watch the video, which I think we both have Teddy Westbrook's video. Oh, we're not going to get into that yet. That's what we want to get into that now. Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? So basically they have this great relationship. Everything is going well. And then all of a sudden, like I said, shit hits the fan. So basically James Charles is at Coachella and apparently is just getting mobbed. He's so popular. And now in fairness to the kid, he is very popular. So I can imagine that he did get, you know, kind of surrounded. He got surrounded by fans, whatever. And he kind of panics apparently and texts his friend who works for this other company, Sugar Bear Hair, who are this kind of like weird vitamin company. And basically he's like, okay, can I do something that will like allow me or allow you guys to afford me extra security? Cause I'm just getting like, bombarded here by fans and stuff and it's too much for me so they basically respond and go yeah grand post about us on your story and we will provide you extra security at Coachella to which he does now the issue with this is is that Taddy Westbrook has her own vitamin brand and apparently it's a conversation that they've had before her and James that he would never um, take sponsorship from a rival company but he also kind of refused to talk about her vitamins because he said that his demographic was like 12 to 14 year old girls and he didn't think that 12 to 14 year old girls are particularly interested in vitamins so that was the preface for him not ever posting about her so then she wakes up and she sees that he's after storying this rival vitamin company and she kind of loses her shit she gets really annoyed which i think is understandable yes so that's pretty much the ins and outs as to kind of where it all kicked off in terms of so um, one of the things that Taddy is now known for are her vitamins. Called, so she has her own brand called Halo Beauty. And so Sugar Bear Hair or whatever they're called, they're these gummies anyway. And people have kind of been pitting them against each other because they're each other's like biggest rivals and whatever. And as Alex was saying, James refused because he's like, no, like I don't think it's fair for me to be sponsoring these things to 12 and 14 year olds. It just, it's not right. Um, and she's like, no, I understand that. And like his his reasonings before were logical and then he came out with a sponsorship so like that is going to be a kick to the teeth like someone that you care about kind of 
who's had like all these justifiable reasons and then it just kind of appears that he's like selling himself out of it now of course obviously there's the whole well he was at this festival he was getting more security from this company like that should be more understandable like at the same time there's going to be a lot of sponsorship deals that he could get involved with that could have provided the same type of thing because as we know like Coachella is all about Instagram it's more than a music festival it's all about appearances so there would have been other brands there and even as Tati herself said in her video like if he was feeling particularly concerned like he could have gone home so there's there's a couple of levels to it and whatever but so she then was within within the day of the video going up with the sponsorship because especially he never texted her to be like just so you know and so you're not being blindsided I did this so I think there should have been a text there it's kind of like what you would expect from a friend so she got a bit blindsided from the whole thing and because she was emotional and whatever other reasons she had she put up an Instagram story for maybe two minutes that, that was maybe two minutes long and she was like very upset in it and she was kind of calling out the situation and she was crying um so she did it completely the wrong way like you should not turn to social media in this type of time like when you're when you first have this reaction to something it's just not the way to be done just don't do it and so one of James's friends who's also a YouTuber he pretty much called Tati out then in a YouTube video being like what are you do why are you getting upset why are you crying like why are you making such a fool out of yourself over something so small and that is why Tati then decided to go for this full 43 minute long it did not need to be 43 minutes 43 minute long video explaining why it was she was upset and why she was severing her friendship with James yeah the 43 minutes I mean I don't know well I guess everyone everyone watched it I must admit I got to around like 28 minutes and I started to clock out a lot I was like hey clocking out I feel like I know what the situation is and you know what she's trying to get across with this video but it does like she does tend to ramble for the last like 14 minutes but you know we're all watching it everyone's seen it i think so you know i guess who's the real winner here her subscriber count has gone up meanwhile james charles has like come flooding back down he, i think he's lost like three million subscribers subscribers at the time of this recording which is like a lot yeah it's crazy and so what's quite interesting as well so i'd say like some of you are listening and you're like why are you discussing this? Like, this is just like some spat. So the reason why this is particularly prevalent at the moment and why it's going around Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and everywhere is due to the fact she didn't just call out James for the brand deal. She kind of called him, like she kind of was saying why this is the last straw as to why the friendship is just dissolved now. Because, and I've read this a lot of from like over the past year minimum, kind of from when he came onto my radar and He's, he's problematic is is the thing so he had a scandal back in 2017 he had this stupid tweet where he put up something along the lines of he's like oh my god we're going to Africa are we going to get Ebola and people like hit the roof they're like that's really insensitive you can't use a crisis like that for a punchline so he so he kind of came to the forefront in people's minds because of the fact that he wasn't really known before he had a small enough following and the next thing you know he just like he blew up And to be honest, it kind of worked in his benefit because once he apologized, he had this greater following because people were aware of him. And then in 2018, it started coming about that. And he even uses this as a character trait and it bothers me. He uses this in some of his videos where he would be like, oh, I only go for straight guys. Like, that's why I always get hurt. So it kind of started coming about and there was a lot of talk coming from either people he would have spoken to or would have gotten with that he tends to... I suppose you can maybe argue the fact that he kind of goes for the chase where he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to just talk to this guy. And like, we're just being friendly and stuff, but it's also a bit of a challenge. Let me see if 
if he's like down for experimentation or whatever and so he would have gotten with guys who would have identified as being straight and then he kind of pushes the fact that he's like oh well not like no one's actually straight like everyone's on the spectrum and so say for instance guys who would have experimented with them who still identify as straight even to this day James very much argues points like well no like I wasn't pressurizing them because no one is fully straight and then he would have made comments on certain celebrities instagrams or like tweets to them and everything like that that kind of come across as over sexualized such as for instance Sean Mendes I'm not even doing it because of Sean Mendes guys it's actually just a thing that people kind of really really ticked off over last summer but he had a live stream on Instagram where he was juggling and James Charles put a comment in it being like juggle 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 me like you juggle those balls or something like that and obviously Sean Mendes would also have a very very young fan base so people found this really inappropriate and Sean Mendes also like cut the live pretty soon after that comment and people were then arguing like oh my god like they've made Sean really uncomfortable that comment made him really uncomfortable like why would they do that like that's just not sound so Sean Mendes sent him a private message being like hey pal just so you know I found the comment funny. Don't worry about it. I'm not like uncomfortable or insulted. It's grand. But then what pissed me off about the situation was James Charles screenshot that, put it on his Twitter as if kind of victimizing himself being like, oh, like I didn't do anything wrong. Like Sean's okay with it. I'm so sorry for having made you feel uncomfortable, but thanks for like making me feel better. That was the whole kind of scandal in 2018. And Tati has addressed all of this pretty much in her, in her video kind of saying like how he's been problematic and how at certain private functions she would have had like her birthday or our family dinners where even James's family were involved he over sexualizes so many comments and she would then have to be apologizing to her guests the day after for things he would have said or else she would have been left in a really uncomfortable situation where say for instance he was talking about something like blowjobs or something like in front of his dad or telling his dad how not all men are straight and all of these things and it just puts her in a really uncomfortable situation so she's kind of like, look, I'm done with this, to be perfectly honest. And I'm sick of giving you the excuse of your age to kind of be like, oh, no, he'll grow out of this. She's like, no, like you're a mature adult who is a millionaire with millions of subscribers. Like you should be a better role model than this. And that's kind of why this video has really, really kicked off. Yes, it's definitely become like a character assassination almost. Like it's literally everyone is coming out, like people are coming out of the woodwork. People who, like, I'm aware of are also aware of his sort of predatorial ways, which is, like, scary to me. Like, someone like Jeffree Star came out and tweeted, now that tweet has since been deleted, but basically said that his long-term partner basically banned James Charles from coming over because he was clearly made uncomfortable by his presence. So, like, really has been a real quick turn because it was only a couple of, maybe a month ago or so, that I remember seeing James Charles on Twitter. He was opening some shop or there was some type of event happening somewhere in England and literally the entire like village seemed to be like shut down for this boy so like he was really on top of the world like less than you know six weeks ago and now it's kind of crumbling down around him I think what's most interesting though is if we can like really address it is that we're finally holding people accountable to their actions now the only thing that I have a slight issue with and I think it's something that we can really like would need to like sit long and hard and think about is that I do think certain things like this, they get hijacked by people who don't really care about those, like anyone involved. Or, you know, I think people like to insert themselves into drama. I don't mean that in like the sense of a celebrity. I mean, normal people. I don't have a particularly strong opinion on this whole thing just because I, I'm not hugely invested in the world of YouTube. I think 
this James Charles guy clearly is very ignorant and you know like highly problematic and his cancellation or whatever doesn't really bother me I mean don't say stupid things don't act in a stupid way don't do these things and that won't happen to you but I also feel like we've kind of there's been a some of the stuff I've seen on Twitter veers a lot it goes too far for me I don't know if you've seen anything like that Laura where or how do you feel about that whole like do you think this is the reaction we're getting is kind of on par with his actions I think for people who are aware of the scandals that have been running the past two years it would make a lot of sense for people to be reacting I don't like people just jumping on the bandwagon without kind of knowing the situation people like oh yeah cancelled uh like betrayed his friends like I think that's a bit extreme but say for instance I saw this tweet that I agreed with where someone was like oh yeah like glad that someone is finally coming down on someone for what was it for it was pretty much the person was saying that they were glad that someone is taking into account that say for instance like James Charles is pushing sexuality onto people and like people are cracking down on that being like you can't do that And yet there have been plenty of male celebs in particular over the past couple of years, particularly like men in pop who are, who identify as straight, but a lot of people presume that they're gay. So no one's ever kind of addressed that fact, but now people are cracking down with on James Charles. So there's kind of like a bit of like a two edged sword, like which, which side people are getting involved with because like people never would have argued about it before, but because now it's like this big thing and it's like in the like just out in the twitter sphere people are getting so amped up over it i'm kind of like okay but like be consistent so i suppose when it comes to what you're asking there like how do i feel i think it just it more reigns into what people's kind of continuous beliefs are is this just people jumping on the bandwagon because it's a bit of hot gossip or do people actually feel this in general yeah i I would agree with that i think has james charles's sexuality anything to do with this i feel like if this was a straight youtuber you know messaging i don't know like gay men i feel like that would be funny and people be like oh this is so funny and it's not but people would think that and it wouldn't be you'd get people coming out and be like oh my god the gay people can't take jokes and blah 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 blah." but now the shoe's on the other foot and i feel like there's a like a slight tinge to me where i'm reading tweets and i'm seeing things and they come across me like homophobic it's like this is like if this was someone else you wouldn't care as much but because this is this like kind of on the face of it he's this kind of he's like this kind of liberal magnet you know what I mean like he's like obviously very out and very proudly out so I think I don't know I think sometimes get a bit more venomous sometimes when you're dealing with things like that I don't know maybe that's totally in my head but when I'm looking at things like that I'm kind of going okay like I haven't seen like even if we compare him to someone like Harvey Weinstein look now obviously I'm talking like Harvey Weinstein is a absolute monster I wouldn't necessarily go as far as call James Charles a monster but I feel like we I didn't see the level of like vitriol that I see in relation to James Charles people do not like this boy like at all interesting I think it's not a lens that I would have looked through before in terms of addressing it as a sexuality especially because like I think it also depends on the person because maybe it is that some of the people who are getting so amped up about this actually have internalized homophobia that they're just not addressing because when you said to me they're like oh if this was a straight man messaging gay guys people would find this funny when you said that to me, like my first instinct, that would be like, oh, like that would be like awful. Like that's just like beyond, like it's going past teasing. It's just being, it's being cruel. It's it, like, that's kind of what went through my head, but maybe other people aren't thinking that. So I'd kind of need to delve more into the Twitter sphere to see what it is that people are saying about that. Like whether people are blaming it more on his sexuality or if that's just maybe 
like the subtext to what people are saying. It's not something I've noticed yet. I think it's more a case of anything I've seen is that people are just really, really honing in on the kind of predatory stance on this. But I'm glad that people are, because even if this was a woman, if this was anyone kind of doing these things, I'm glad the fact that people are kind of being like, you need to take like responsibility for your actions and you need to address this. And in fairness, James Charles did put up a tweet there sometime last week um, because even another layer to this, guys, is the fact that James Charles went to Coachella with someone who identified as straight and then the two of them were like doing bits. I'm not too sure exactly like what their relationship was. It was physical. I don't think that they ever slept together or at least that's what James said in the tweet. So he is addressing rumours, but he's gone absolutely radio silent since the Tati thing, except for his own YouTube video. And actually, Alex, you watched that. Was there anything of note to be taken into consideration from it? Um, well, I kind of think not necessarily in the stuff that I'm interested in. So he directly addresses, not really addresses anything, to be honest with you. He talks about, he apologises to Tati and her husband and wishes that he could have done better and you know, it's all very, there's a lot of breathing going on. There's a lot of like trying to catch his breath. Apparently he's just like so overcome by the emotions. He can barely breathe. There's a lot of that. And then he kind of tries to address the whole boy thing, the kind of predatory um, nature of his love life. And he basically tells you to go watch another video and that he's already discussed it. So he, like the, that video is only eight minutes long. And I feel like he's definitely, It didn't give me anything that I wanted, if I'm honest. I Like, of course, your natural reaction is when someone outs you for doing what he did, you're going to apologise and be like, oh, I wish I did better, blah, blah, blah. But actually, like, let's talk about you as a person in a wider context and what you need to do to change that. And he, does, he doesn't do that. There's nothing of, like, there's no real self-evaluation being done. It's more just, like, a reactionary, this girl's after dragging me for 43 minutes, I need to... It was, like, damage control. Yeah, so like there was no kind of redemptive quality to it. That's that's disappointing because you want to hear a person more than just apologize for a past action. You want to hear, particularly someone with such a massive following who's like an influencer to a lot of young people. You want someone to be like, I've done this wrong. I want to be better and this is what I'm going to do. Like we don't exactly need him to lay out a step-by-step process as to what it is he's going to do to be a better person. But you need to identify the fact that if what you're doing is wrong and if it's a repeated action that you keep doing, then you need to identify like, oh, well, I need to fix that. And it doesn't sound like he did that. No, he definitely didn't. Um, he, apart, he does, does say that he, he's traveling abroad. So maybe that's why the video we get is kind of like lackluster in that regard. And, and in fairness, especially when he seems to have this tendency to say things that he shouldn't be saying, it probably is the best for himself and for everyone involved that he takes a moment and really kind of gets his head together and you know decides what's the best way forward. Like at the end of the day, this kid still has 13 million followers at this moment of recording. So it hasn't affected him. Like his like I've seen people be like, oh, like James Charles is cancelled. No, like, like, look, we've seen this before. James Charles will be back with a new palette in like six months. Like that is do you know what I mean? Like it's not gonna be the end of his career. His career can be whatever, but maybe what we might see is maybe a step back from him personally. Because uh, like as I said before, I have never really I've never been particularly like what's the word, particularly exposed to him. But when I have been, whether it be like in a Shane Dawson video or a Jeffree Star video, I don't think he's very likable. He doesn't come across as likable to me. Like, I, he kind of like, like annoyingly, just kind of, oh, just like a very annoying person. I feel like very loud. That over-sexual thing to me is like, I don't find that funny. It's not, 
I feel like that's always really cheap humor. And like, look, it was hilarious when we were all like 17. So like, like you grow out of it. And I feel like I've grown out of that type of humor. So it's a lot for me. And I've never really been particularly, I don't, I don't know. I just never got a good vibe off him, even in my very limited knowledge of him. So I think what we might see now going forward is maybe a conscious effort by him to maybe distance himself from his businesses and his ways of making money from like a personal Instagram account or a personal YouTube account or whatever, even though those things are very, very tied within the type of business he makes at the end of the day, I think now if you ask, you know, people like money rules this world and are people going to be up for paying James Charles at this particular moment in time for a sponsorship? At the end of the day, his stories are still probably getting, you know, I think usually it's around 10% of your actual like, like followers view your story. So he's still getting like 1.3 million people looking at stories. That's still really valuable advertising space. So like his career isn't over by any means, but I think it's definitely going to have to change. I could not agree more with everything you just said. Like in terms of, I was never particularly drawn to anything he has put on YouTube bar like the couple of collabs he did with YouTubers that I actually am interested in. And I'm totally over this over-sexualized humor and stuff. Like I find it's just so immature like I suppose I can understand why he's kept up the gig because the fact that his fan base is so young that like people are still finding it entertaining so it could be for that reason but hopefully he will learn to going forward what is appropriate and what and how other people look up to him and so he should just be very conscious of decisions that he's making and like yeah sure like your private life is different to your public life. But the thing is, his is so intertwined that he really should be much more conscious of this, particularly because he's been in the limelight now for two years. So I'm kind of like, James, just learn from this, do better and make a proper apology. That's more than just saying sorry for some stupid misgiving. Like just say that you're going to learn from this. I think that's all I want from this situation. Okay. As a idea as well, one thing that I would really this whole situation to happen is that this is where I talk about like his sexual identity coming into play for me I think it bears fruit we have someone in the presidency of the United States of America who was like actively caught talking about sexual harassment and nothing really happened he's still in that office he still runs the western world and I'm seeing this with James Charles where we're like cancelling him and I'm like, why aren't we going at someone like Donald Trump with that same energy, that same like fervor? Do you know what I mean? And I get maybe, okay, like the demographics are different in that, like, you know, with James Charles, you're talking about people from like say 12 to 30 who are on Instagram, who are on Twitter, on YouTube, to, on the daily. And this is the, like, they're the type of people who get involved in some of this and maybe they're not as active in a political sphere. But I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, are we holding everyone? I just want everyone to be held to the same level of standards. And I've some of me can't help but feel like, is are we getting that truthfully? Yes, I think that is a very fair point to be making. I suppose the only thing for me is, like, I agree, like, we should be going with the same fervor at like someone who is like just inherently worse as a whole, as far as human beings go, which is Donald Trump. But say, for instance, like, everyone who's kind of getting so up in arms about cancelling James Charles and everything like that, they're within like the same age age profile as us I would say maybe a bit younger maybe a little bit older but I'd say within at least five years going each way of our ages but at the same time if you think of anyone on Twitter who is within that age age range or within your own personal life 
I think everyone I know anyway has completely cancelled Donald Trump. Like I ca- I cannot stand the man and anyone I know is the exact same and has cancelled him for the same thing. I think it's a case of even, th- and so many people have attacked him for things he said, things he's done and just who he is as a person. But I don't think a lot of people, myself included, know how to address that politically as to how to cancel him to prevent him from being the president of the United States so much so to like besmirch his character so much that it will affect him politically. I don't know how to do that. I don't think a lot of people know how to do that. So I think when it comes to the context of paralleling himself and James, it's so much easier to cancel someone's career that is based on an online platform because Trump's isn't anymore. So I I would love, love, love for a community of people to be able to figure out what the heck we can do to just destroy Donald Trump as a person. But (laughs) I just, I don't know how it's feasible. And that's the sad thing. So I guess we can end our first ever bonus slash emergency slash whatever else we might call it podcast. Hopefully this doesn't run over time. I think, Laura, we might have rambled a little bit. We'll edit it out. Guys, if you think you got too much info, keep in mind you can never have too much info. It's good to be educated. But I think we are going to end it here. Thank you for listening, guys. Yes, thanks for listening. And we will see you with our full episode next week.